Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Well, welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm Steve Schultz, founder along with my wife of both Elijah List right here. Be sure to subscribe, it's always free. And Elijah Streams that you're watching, the ElijahList.com is the written portion. Sometimes we'll give you the talking points or the the prophetic word that was given on the air. Other times you'll get other things through the email list. It's always free. And we'll send you other prophetic uh, words from other important prophetic voices. So, all right. It is Thursday, February 9, 2023. We're sorry to be a little late. We have Mel Kay in the wing. So let's get going. Uh, I want to show you now. Many of you watched when Nathan French was on here, either the last time or the time before that. And all of a sudden he... Pop surprised me. He says, Steve, Steve, God told me to give you this gift, and I'm going to give it to you on the air. And he says, I'm giving you an airplane. Like, and then I, he had shown me this picture before, but then all of a sudden he's giving it to me. So uh, that was like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine weeks ago. I don't really know. Remember, well, we took delivery of that plane yesterday. So I'm going to pop, I'm going to show you that photo here. And there we are. It's a Cessna 182. It's got a brand new engine in it. It's got a up really expensive three-blade prop. Gives it a lot of power. You know, quick takeoffs. You know, they put that kind of thing on missionaries' planes or whatever. They can take off, go fast, you know, hit the air before they're getting up to that much speed. Or they get up to the speed faster. I'm not quite clear on that. But really great shape. Um, they've been making the 182, I understand, for like 50, 60 years. They just keep remaking this 182 because it's so popular. So as long as the body's in great shape and the ailerons work and all the flaps work, uh, these things fly like a dream and uh, they're stable. They've got that a lot of power in it. So everyone wants 182. So, um, which I ha- I'm learning this as we go. But anyway, there it is. Um, we took delivery at our local airport yesterday. Haven't flown it yet, but we're gonna. I've talked, started talking to the local people about taking some flight lessons. So that was a really cool gift. Thank you, Nathan French. Nathan is one of those when he says he's going to do something, he does it. When he says he's when he operates out of faith, it's a literal thing. You can take it to the bank that this guy's right now. This guy's uh, friend, Nathan, my friend, is probably giving someone else something. Um, oh, he's an extremely generous man of God. So he and his wife. So uh, kudos and blessings to them. We'll have him on again soon. But uh, that is uh, absolutely the single most amazing gift I've ever been given is from a material standpoint. You know, it's a wow. That's a wow. So. Thank you for uh, enjoying that with me. So uh, we are going to play the uh, the new premiere of the American Warriors. It's produced by Warren Schultz and myself. And uh, here's, let me just read a little bit about that. Dave Thomason joined the Marines in 1973, thinking that he would probably, probably be sent to Vietnam. However, during basic training, his aptitude for the technical set him apart from the crowd, and he was offered a very different and unexpected career path, the highly classified field of electronics intelligence and here's a bit of that story on the electronics intelligence side of it most of it was secret on the morris and non-morris side of it it was all top secret everything that we did was was classified outside of where we worked you know our spouses you know how your wife always asks you well how was your day today oh it was great well what'd you do i worked well what did you do I can't tell you what I did. It was classified. And so they learned fairly quickly that they you can't talk about your job. I worked for a naval security group for my 20 years in the Corps. 
we would pretty much just listen to everybody. Part of our job was to keep up with the Russian fleet in the South Atlantic and in the Caribbean. But it just kind of solidified to us again that, that what we were doing was something that was making a difference. Wow, fascinating. So many millions of stories that are being told out and about. We're going to try and get our share of catch, capturing these stories while many of these men and women of God are, uh, they're not always serving of the Lord, but a lot of them are. A lot of them have, uh, before the, the interview's out, we'll end up giving credit to God. So I hope you'll avail yourself to that on Rumble. It's American Warriors 22. And on YouTube, it's American Warriors 22. All right, we're ready to go with Mel Kay. So here is uh, another episode of Prophets and Patriots. Here we go. Mel Kay, my friend, how are you? I'm great. I've missed you so much. You know how much I love your show and I love you, but I absolutely adore your audience. I'm so grateful to have ever been on here because when I go around the country, I meet so many fans of you. They're such good people. They're really engaged. They want to save the country. So it's a pleasure to be back. Thank, thank you well, so Thank much. you. I love that hearing that from a third party or second party, however we say that, but because they are. When I went to the one reawakening where I, where I met you in person for the first time, I was mobbed, and I but I thought I thought well that's because I'm in the local area. Uh, that what uh, that's not why it is, is it? It's like they're no. everywhere. <laughs> they are, and they're the best people. They come up, they hug, they want to talk, they want to know how they can get involved. It's just you have such a great audience, and I, I so many people say they found me here, which is such a gift uh, from you. So thank you so much. The, your whole team is amazing, and I'm so happy to be yeah, here. Yeah, we do have an amazing team, that's for sure too. Loving it, loving it. 28 yeah. of us, I think, is the now official count, if I've got it right, and, <laughs> and we keep adding, so it'll probably be, you know, it's going to grow, it's going to grow from here, but God's really put favor and blessing on this, honestly, to give him the right guy the credit, it's the Lord, you know, yeah. that's it, you of know how course. that is, sure without, do. <laughs> without, without the Lord, neither you or I would be as successful, and we get battered and hammered and a lot of warfare against us and false accusations, it's worth it all if we can if we can do the patriot thing and the God thing that we've been called to. Yeah, you know, it's worth it all. So yeah, that's well, true. Well, let me just uh, you've got I've got just uh, some slim notes knowing roughly where you're going to go. I'm going to turn this over to you and I'm going <laughs> to listen right along with the audience. I, I you know on, if I see have a point where I think, wait, can I ask you this one question? I'll stop. Other than that, go for it. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, great. Well, you know, it's been a while and I just want to make a call out to the audience. You have people all over the world that are right now praying for this country that are seeing dark to light in real time. Uh, You have to be literally uh, blind or completely have a cognitive dissonance not to see all that God is showing us of the devil, of Satan, of of evil. It is being shown to us. It is uh, a desperate time for that faction uh, that would cause us harm and uh, and cause the nation and humanity uh, strife and struggles. So we are watching, I think, the end game, the death throes of, of this cabal that I call them uh, that has really uh, usurped our nation and the world for the worst. But there, there's so much good happening and I want people to understand the prophets are seeing a lot of stuff. I know you have a lot of them on here. I'm friends with many in real life. Uh, I was just listening to Amanda. And I have yeah. to tell you, what we have to know is that God is calling us now to be as 
brave, as bold, as frontline warriors, armor of God, and, and to stand in the light and the truth. Uh, because right now, I, uh, I recently was uh, at Mar-a-Lago. I, I saw Donald Trump. He's very resolute. He looks great. He's ready to go. But we have to pray for our country. But we also have to pray for his discernment in putting together a team going forward to 2024. We cannot afford to uh to take time off or to think we have a respite we don't we have to all get engaged right now and that includes keeping uh, a prayer of discernment and of judgment good judgment and of um for him to see the people in his circle that are are for him and for this country and have the are, are leading in the right direction and as we've seen in the past there are people that are inserted there, are infiltrators, and have been uh, not great for him and certainly not good for our country in the past. So I just ask everyone to remember, uh, God is counting on us, and we have to pray now more than ever yeah. uh, on many levels, especially for 2024. Uh, between now and then, there's much to do, and, and a lot's up to us. You know, Robin Bullock, uh, months and months ago, probably 20, could have been late 2021, uh, this is 20. But he he was discerning back then. He said the president has people surrounding him that do not have his best interests at heart, and he was very clear about that. He was even concerned about uh, some from the evangelical community that that right. had his ear, but they didn't necessarily have his best interests at heart. He even expressed that, whatever it's been, a year and a half ago. And I thought, well, surely not, not the people that have been given an open door. And of course, I'm not making some sort of sweeping statement. I'm just right. saying some people from some of those communities do not, did not, may not now have his best interest at heart, even though they have his ear. So, yeah. And as with all things, as time goes by, everything is revealed. Most of those people ended up getting book deals and they ended up, uh, you know, cashing in or turning or, or, you know, they're still. And we have a lot of people out there that right now are throwing slings and arrows at him that you would think would be supportive. So we just got to keep our eye on what really matters, which is they were never after Trump, they were after this nation. Uh, Trump got in the way. Trump did us and the world a huge service. Most of the world knows that. I believe that if we're talking about a white hat coalition, it's international and it's really about not um, not the evil that we are seeing exposed within our own government, our own nation, but a, a bigger evil. And I think that we have to remember what Trump did um, more than anything else was he put a true roadblock and a wrench in the globalist plan, the multinational yeah. corporation, public-private partnership, banking cartel that runs it all. We call it the Davos screw on my show, but you know, it's really the whole, it's a whole contingency of groups, UN, World Health Organization, World Economic Forum, the multinationals, the all American oligarchy and hierarchy uh, that, that has usurped this nation. But you know, he took out a lot of globalist institutions and put a lot of others on notice. And in my opinion, the truth about Trump and even the truth about the takedown of the false and uh, and really the biggest tragedy of all of it was the takedown of General Flynn, which will be uh, exposed for what it was, was really about they had a plan, a hundred year plan for this one world government. Anyone can go back that, you know, it's on all their websites. They now call it global governance. Uh, Joe Biden calls it the liberal rules-based order, but it really goes back to Brzezinski and to Kissinger and to Rockefeller and the crown planning out this one world top-down kind of 10 people run 10 segments that they would break up. Uh, the banking and the, and the corporations actually having way more power and no, no sovereign nation governments 
And uh, that is really where we are at this end game. And uh, Trump put a real, real wrench into that plan and they had to regroup. And, and what they've done, in my belief, is they panicked. And, and the people in our government who, as you know, I don't believe right now that there's a right or left or a Republican yeah, or Democrat. It's not either. functioning. We have a, a uniparty. And the worst part about that uniparty, if you look at what's going on, is that they don't have power. Who has power is um, the multinational corporations that are partners of the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset and all those plans. And above them, quite honestly, Wall Street, big banks, central bank. And they are they have basically with the I call them the oligarch class, the billionaires, trillionaires. We know them all. Soros, Gates, yeah. Schmidt, Bezos. They've bought all of our politicians through not just uh, buying their elections by funding their elections and funding changes in the laws, but also there's a lot of corporate um, uh, things going on with jobs for family members, as we've seen with Hunter Biden and Pelosi and all of them. We have a big problem with think tanks being funded by God knows who that are, are advising these people. And we have lobbyists. We have all kinds of corruption and blackmail. So we have Would to remember... Be- would yeah, it be an overstatement, Mel, to say that they don't just this this globalist cabal that Trump has hit, but they're not hard hard enough yet that they don't just have billions? Don't they have trillions at their disposal? Oh, yeah. They bought yeah. everybody, or they or they blackmailed them, or they bought and blackmailed them. So I mean, this yeah. is like this is such a massive thing. But okay, I just want yeah, to it is, it. and but I do want people to understand that once we follow the money, see, there's problems out there that people don't understand that that aren't really clear yet. There were people, including Trump, that wanted to do something that would have been the best thing that could happen for our country, and I still believe will happen. That would be the breaking up of the military-industrial complex and their twisted relationship with finance and banking. Mm. We are the only nation. This is why I've come. I I speak a lot about the bankers' wars, Mm. the last hundred years of wars, the from the First World War on. But if you go back to the French Revolution, the same bankers and billionaires funded both sides of basically every war if you follow the money and um we know that jfk wanted to uh reverse that and take down the military industrial complex and the cia and the intelligence stuff that was just starting but eisenhower also on his way out warned the nation as way back to jefferson he did but eisenhower warned the nation that if the military industrial complex ever got in bed with the private banking cartel that our country would be in more danger than ever. And that is exactly what's happened. And I believe that heroes like General Flynn through and people that Donald Trump was in aligned with and other people because Trump, you know, wanted to pull out of Syria, wanted to know why we have troops in uh, hundred thousands of troops in Germany, in Japan, in Africa. And Trump was asking those questions. And I don't think we look enough at Trump's the danger Trump was putting the military industrial complex, which is a war machine profit center in in the crosshairs. And uh, I believe that we have to start looking at why, why, why did they take down what they didn't hate Trump when he was had a top five show on NBC for 15 years. They didn't hate Trump when he came to all of their events and their parties and they hosted all of the events at Mar-a-Lago. You know, when I was young and worked at Mar-a-Lago, World leaders like Gorbachev, Desmond Tutu, you know, Shimon um, uh, Perez, all these people from all stayed at his property. You know, it's it, this is not this was not about that. So, you know, right now we're in a precarious situation in the world because of what's going on in Ukraine and the deception, I believe, that we have been under. 
uh, from the start of this. And mm. now we have a situation where I believe I talked about it last time. We uh, are finding out that the same people that have been behind uh, the last 20 years of endless wars, uh, which is what people wanted to look at, they wanted to look at the books. I, I don't think the American people um, really fully understand that our military industrial complex is the biggest profit center for this country, but for the world. And the real money in every war is the construction after the war. It's like the Marshall Plan or whatever, and the contracts and the contractors, and also the, the creating of weapons, the producing of weapons, all of that. We have five giant contractors in America, Booz Hamilton, Raytheon, Boeing, a whole bunch of people in QTEL, which is the CIA's you know, arm, DARPA. So it's a military industrial complex, big business. Where it gets tricky is that we are the only nation that also our military industrial complex, which we fund and right now funded with $100 billion for a foreign nation that is not in NATO, Ukraine, but it's also traded on Wall Street. So the military industrial complex is a cash cow for the banking cartel, too, and always has been. And I really think that we have to all kind of, as American people, realize the battle that God has us in the front lines on is also about the destruction and sacrifice and and horror of endless wars that were not fought for the reasons that we were deceived into yeah. believing yeah. and this is an this is a real come to you know when people i have a lot of friends especially from my days in hollywood that went through recovery at aa or na and, and yeah. the first the first step is admitting that you have a problem yeah and we well, the people you, you have started to say, I think you started to say, and I could I would use the same term. This is like a come to Jesus moment where we yes. have to learn. We've been hoodwinked, right? We've been told we were we were supporting democracy all over the earth. That was a lie. And big lie. Was a lie. Okay, that's I'm done with my. <laughs> yeah, a big yeah. lie, and and it, yeah. it hasn't come out, and it will, and I believe justice will come. I like what's happening. I've had on. I, I mm. think you've seen them too. Some of the um, FBI whistleblowers that are being very brave. There are whistleblowers all over the place coming out from the military that people don't really know about yet. Seymour Hirsch, he is a uh, not a right wing Trump guy. He just put out what most people knew about the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipeline. Again, a lot of these people have been in there um, uh, for a very long time, and we have to kind of look at our place in this and, and say say to these people loud and clear in the name of God and, and our country and our children, not in our name anymore, because we the people are paying for this, and it goes right back into the pockets of those who create the wars, who fund the wars. They make their most money when they go in after the war. Yeah, I, was in, I hadn't thought of it that way, Mel. It's... Because I thought, well, they're making their money by funding the war. And now both sides, they, they fund both sides. They don't really care who wins or loses. They're just making billions and billions on the war. But you're saying the real money is after the war is over, then everything has to be rebuilt. They're funding that too. Yes. And, and charging. Yes. And, the, yeah. and giving contracts out, contractors to their friends. This was a big thing with the Clintons. The Clintons had, through the Clinton Global Initiative, which was obviously Jeffrey Epstein was their partner, and the Clinton Foundation uh, the Clinton whistleblowers have all the evidence, you know, we just need to get some judges and some truth and some good people in there to start adjudicating all of this evidence into cases, which I believe will be coming in our next phase of uh, justice ahead. Yeah. Um, but they're still they're fighting tooth and nail to not let this happen. But what the Clintons did and was proven even in Haiti, all over their Caribbean initiative, a lot of what they did in Africa was they'd go in 
to these countries that were war torn with and raise money or do, you know, they did a big benefit for Haiti. Well, if you look at what happened there, nothing was really built. The country's worse off than ever, just like Libya and, and many countries in Africa. And what they do is then they bring in contractors. And then before you know it, the contractors are taking the resources and then they're putting in internet and they're putting in cables and they're putting in hotels and they're putting in shipping routes. And none of these are benefiting the country that they're in. They are benefiting the multinational corporation, public-private partnership, banking cartel, because we're going to learn, I believe, God willing, that all of these wars have been bankers' wars. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And every war that we've been in has been uh, a a transfer of wealth, similar to what they're trying to do now with climate, because a lot of us are onto it. But we do need to start realizing that, um, because if you say to somebody, especially somebody like my grandmother's age or somebody, uh, you know, anything like, you know, we have to take a look at what how America's part and, and that we were deceived that these bankers and billionaires that have funded and fueled and, and propagandized and and manipulated because a lot of these wars were started by color revolutions, which if your audience doesn't know what that is, they should look it up. It's fascinating. A great guy, uh, Darren Beatty at, um, at Revolver has done great great things on what a color revolution can is you like can, done can you give a sort of a simple yeah. thing, kind of a yeah pepper? so the same man soros who if anyone can look 1993 he wrote something called uh stepping into the new world order where it was all about nato expanding nato should have ended after the ussr fell that's what its yeah. mission was but instead it went the other direction and expanded and i'll get into why that happened but there's an underlying reason they do the color revolutions it has a lot to do with the hundred year plan and the and that one world top-down totalitarian government that is represented now by davos but it's above them a color revolution is when um uh, these nefarious governments that are not governments they're globalists they're involved in the in the bigger plan you know, they function at the CFR, UN, Trilateral Commission, Atlantic Council, all these places. They, um, there's a, if there's a nation that is not going, walking in lockstep with like the, the plan, uh, they will covertly send in people through the National Endowment for Democracy, the CIA, um, other, a lot of people from uh, British intelligence are involved in these, the Five Eye Nations, we have Canadian, all the, all the people that were the main players in the pandemic as well. And what they'll do is that they will go. We're in the middle of a color revolution, in my opinion, but I'll, I'll explain. In, in the U.S. We'll in the U.S. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what I believe they do is they go in and they find marginalized groups like Black Lives Matter, like Antifa, like this. Well, before they were Black Lives Matter and Antifa, they were splinter groups of people they you know met covertly or overtly and had grievances with the government or grievances with humanity or grievances with their community and they hunt them down through intelligence through our taxpayer dollars a lot of times but also george soros open society is always involved he always has ngos where these happen and that should be noted um also carnegie endowment there's a bunch and, and it's a strategic thing like like they did this in ukraine in 2014 actually before that but so they'll go in and they'll, they'll infiltrate those groups right like they infiltrated the january 6th and the proud boys and 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 Antifa and Black Lives Matter. So they'll infiltrate the groups and they'll funding will start to flow 
into there from the NGOs, from the, you know, the open society and from this foundation and that foundation, and they'll give them the tools to organize and they, and National Endowment for Democracy, especially as like a whole tech and social media and they train them in social media and there's a whole CIA. And their whole, whole thing is they're saying the people that are giving them the money, they say, we're, we're for you. We're yeah. on your side. We're going to help you uh, do this revolution. We're gonna, right. Yeah. Yeah, a violent revolution. Yeah. And and what starts to happen, you know, McCain and, and Lindsey Graham should explain what they were doing. And, you, and Victoria Newland, who's right now very involved in whatever happened with Nord Stream in this war, and Blinken and, and Obama and Kerry, they were all involved in hmm. Ukraine's color revolution in 2012, 2013. It did not happen overnight in 2014. So they infiltrate, they pick leaders, they fund it. They start to weaponize and train in different tactics, including like the tactics of Saul Linsky or mm. Sonstein and behavior modification, but also online um, ability. There's a, there's a whole bunch of groups, uh, AI too. And by the time they start going to the streets, anywhere you see an uprising that does not look organic, start looking at who's funding it. It's the same people, this Five Eyes group that are infiltrators. And what they start to do is they start to raise the voice of questioning the leader, like President Trump, um, burning down streets, being violent, burning down businesses, boycotts, smear smear campaigns, censorship, you know, um, big organized uh, rallies that usually turn violent. Uh, basically what we saw in the summer of 2020 after George Floyd. And a lot of times they'll pick something like the George Floyd incident and then make that the catalyst and that George Floyd wasn't first. It was planned long ago with a holder and open society and all of them. But what eventually happens is that it becomes so it becomes such a powder keg that what they're trying to do is to make the leader and leadership step down. So while the people on the ground that I call, unfortunately, useful idiots or Hitler called them useful idiots because they had them in Nazi Germany, is that those people don't even know really they think that they're fighting for abortion rights which is or women's rights whatever that is or they think they're fighting for um you know defund the police or i don't know what black lives matter goal was because if you go to their website it's communism and marxism and socialism yeah. or they think they're fighting now we have the democratic socialists of america that are somehow allowed in our government to the tune of 160 people that represent that which are straight up communist socialists yeah. but whatever they think they're fighting for inequality housing equality climate justice whatever it is it's very it's funded by this billionaire class that is aligned with the great reset and, and davos and the banks and the problem is that the person that is in charge say donald trump or orban or Bolsonaro or, you know, whoever is not going along with the Great Reset plan. They are not going along with the one world government plan. All of the bribery through the IMF and USAID and all of that is not working. And they have somebody in there who's actually for the people, by the people, and wants the best for their nation. This is happening right now all over Africa. And, and a lot of people aren't paying attention all over South America and here because they went on steroids the minute that they got their puppet biden into the white house they can never let go they, they, they will not achieve their their top-down one world well-planned well-documented global governance if this country turns back to the people and yeah. it has been we are completely captured and usurped right now and what we have to understand is again if the american people 
took away all of the, the fraudulent divide and conquer. You know, the whole idea of left and right, Republican, Democrat, DNC, GOP is a fraud right now. What we have is a uniparty bought and paid for by the billionaire trillionaire class that are aligned with this global governance plan. And, and what they're doing is they are dividing us so that we don't see that at the end of the day, 95% of us want the same thing. Yeah, we, we, want, we want life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, to live the way that we see fit, to honor and, and uh, worship the God we choose without interference. We want our kids to have good educations and brighter futures than our own. We want our money that we earn to go back into our pockets to better our lives and our family and communities. And we want the government to do their job and stay out of our private lives. And what we're watching, even in the State of the Union, is somebody who's telling you they're going to regulate everything, business, pharma, airlines, you, 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 what you're doing, where you're going, where your kids go to school, what they learn, what they, what you can spend, what uh, fossil fuels now, it used to be oil and gas, now it's everything, you know, these, this is not the role of the U.S. government. The role of the government is to be small, efficient, yeah. protect our borders, protect, you know, regulate where they can, and for the representatives of each state in our constitutional republic, not democracy, to represent the people, which which isn't happening right now. And so we, I really believe, it's funny, Steve, I was on, a, someday we should do this. I was yeah. on a, a round table and it was like a common, uh, with this great guy that has a, a show, uh, Combo Couch. Um, mm. And he had on uh, me, a conservative, a uh, liberal, a straight liberal progressive, a communist, a Marxist, a libertarian. And uh, we all talked, uh, we were trying to find common ground. Nobody was allowed to argue. Like we oh, were all really? just giving, yeah, we were all just giving our opinions. And by the end of the show, we all agreed that the government of the United States is hopelessly corrupt and broken and not working for the people. Wow, really? And, yeah, and we really all agreed that most of us just want the original life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, our inalienable rights to be the end game, the Bill of Rights to be honored, the Constitution to be the mm. law of the land. And you know what? From there forward, to each his own, as long as you are following the golden rule and respecting your neighbor and respecting humanity and, and all of that. So what I'm saying is this this idea, the left and right, which is going to become really combative, it's fake. It's it's the illusion of choice. It's the illusion that you're fighting for something. Most people have to really dig in and understand when any of our government right now, they're a bunch of the Democratic Party are the Democratic Socialist of America. Don't forget the Nazis were the National Socialist Workers Party. We are not in different times. Same end game, same goal, totalitarian top-down control. Of course, a lot of those people in our in our Congress and Senate should not be there because we did pass a law in the 50s that communists could not be in our government. And there are many that have been in there a long time that are proud of it. Nadler, Warren, a lot of them, they go to the communist meetings, Blumenthal, they don't really hide it, Raskin. So we have to understand that. But the one thing we really have to stop playing along with is they use our compassion and our goodness and our love of, of God and country and children and family against us, like the UN does, you know, and, and what they do is they tell us they're fighting for rights for minorities or marginalized people, or they're fighting for women's rights, or they're fighting for whatever. You have to understand anything that they say they're fighting for, the end game is to take away all of our rights. So they, it's ending individual liberty. 
So that this has been a tactic with the Nazis, with everyone that's ever done this, Bolsheviks. So what they've been doing with us is by, in the name of putting bills forward and passing bills and all of this to give more rights, like diversity, equity, inclusion, yeah. which should be totally illegal. It was uh, already, already negotiated that in the 60s, we were not to do anything by color, race, religion. It was all by merit, earning it, mm -hmm. and qualifications. But, they've, but by doing this, what they've done is everything that they pass, it's chipping away at the Constitution and the Bill of Rights for everyone. So while pretending to care about a small group, it's a tactic, what they're really doing is chipping away at the Constitution and our individual liberties that we are endowed with by our creator and our, our rights in the, in the Bill of Rights and saying, we're going to take this from everyone in the name of this small group that we're using. And it's one after another. So with the color revolution and the riling people up and the getting people fighting and then blaming each other and then eventually blaming the figurehead that they want removed, then it, it just cycles into something and um and that's where we are. But I believe yeah. if the American people understood that it is not the right or the left, and it is not, you know, your neighbor, it is not the even the people you're arguing with at city council meetings or at or at um school board meetings, people were placed in these positions by a an oligarchy of trillionaire yeah. billionaire elitist class i think and now, yeah. i think w the reason it's taken us so long of course it's if this is probably sociology and understanding it takes the mob the or the crowds not the mob that takes the crowd so long to to come to wake up and become aware so we have to keep hearing like for instance you this is so crucial to hear every time you come on a lot of it's review because we need to hear it and then you go on you take us deeper every time but, but then I'm all, also always asking you to review because we got to hear this. When you say we don't really have a left and right, Republican and Democrat, we have a uniparty, what you mean is there is no righteous party that we can put. There is no good side to put. And yes, we're probably, a, if we had to state it, we'd probably be more Republican than Democrat, of course, because we're, right. we're pro-life and pro-family and all that. And the, the Democrats aren't even pretending to be, but they're all, except for a very few precious people, Jim Jordan, probably yeah. uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I don't know. You you, you know the names more yeah. than I do. Rand uh, Paul, Rand Ron Paul. Johnson. Yeah. All, there's a few. Yeah. Cruz. There's a few righteous ones. Everyone else is playing for the same team. They're just yeah. pretending not to. Is that, is that really the significant thing you, one of the significant things you want us to grasp for. Yeah. It's slow to grasp that. I'm slow to I, grasp that. Yeah, but I also think that's where you can open up conversation and have common ground with people you think are on the other side. Okay. You know, we, we that's, right now, I, I mean, my biggest call to action is unity, uh, yeah. that we have to find common ground because the American people, if take, if all of these arbitrary, phony illusions that are all being funded by the same billionaires, I will tell you, Arabella Partners, Open Society, um, Tides Foundation, New Venture Fund, Ford Foundation, Carnegie Foundation, Carnegie Endowment. Um, you look at uh, obviously Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, a bunch of a bunch of other ones. Bloomberg. If you go and look, I, I tell everyone there's a great website, Influence Watch. And anytime you see something happening, especially with a lot of these fact checker groups or any NGO that's out there, Human Rights Campaign, Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, ADL, any of these groups that are dividing us obviously openly dividing us go to influence watch you put in the name of the group say like there's one right now there's a 
and and don't forget soros and his friends uh, tides and arabella they have a lot of groups that have names that sound like they're christian they sound like they're jewish they sound like they're catholic yeah, they sound really good. And, the way, and they're not you know you said that real quick don't let i don't want people to miss it there's a there's a there's a place you can go to called influence watch yes, and you can talk, yes. i didn't real i didn't know about that yes so I'm, okay influencewatch.com or org or something i think it's org and and what you have to do is Anytime that you see something that looks weird, like yeah. you'll see, like you'll see, um, you know, Catholic group suing over the border wall when yeah. we know it's the most inhumanitarian, dangerous, sick and twisted situation down there. It's got nothing to do with humanitarian aid. It has to do with destroying America from within yeah. with drugs and slavery, quite honestly, and human trafficking mm. and, and, and weapons. But if you look and you'll see, um, Catholic found Catholic group, you know, is uh, is fighting against uh, more border wall. So you go to and you write at the bottom. It says like Catholic bishops something something, and you go to the bottom and and you go to influence watching. You type it in and go right to funding. People will be shocked that every single divisive group behind any of these lawsuits, behind the entire women's march. Black Lives Matter, Antifa's different realms, the LGBTQ movement, the climate change movement, you are going to find the same 10 billionaire backed foundations, trusts, and really? philanthropies. About yes. 10 of them here. By the way, here it is, influencewatch.org right here. Yeah. And so do not be deceived. This is a, and you also on the melkshow.com resource page, I have a list of a lot of them. I have two different slides there that you can see under the reawaken tab uh, on the resource page. And you will see, you will be shocked at how many, I'm talking ACLU, I'm talking American Medical Association, another American Bar Association with the, these these groups that we've been told are are nonpartisan bipartisan which is a lie always mm -hmm. you know that's like saying uh we got a mansion and 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 uh mckay or uh romney so now we're bipartisan fraud but if you go in and you look at that you are going to be shocked that we have an oligarchy billionaire trillionaire class elitist class and you know if you go back to the the, the anti-war movement of um Vietnam and the weather underground, weatherman underground, and that would also include Saul Linsky and Bill Ayers and the people that recruited Obama um, and all these true Marxists and uh, real domestic terrorists. Somehow, over time, mostly under the Clintons, they infiltrated um, our Ivy League schools. They were always involved with Skull and Bones and the secret societies and all of that. But it became totally Marxist communist during this this period when the when the weatherman underground became kind of cult heroes and yeah. then they became professors. Well, it's those same people that are, are influencing. It's the same tactics. It hasn't changed. What's changed is technology. They've become very good at the Internet, social media, gang stalking, shutting people down, boycotts. The Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, a lot of people use that. Facebook, I believe. I believe the federal government, FBI, was using that to decide who were domestic terrorists. It is a totally far left, progressive, if you look at Influence Watch, billionaire, trillionaire, globalists. And and a lot of people say to me, well, why aren't there, you know, people on the right? Uh, why aren't Republicans and conservative billionaires uh, investing in doing um, the opposite? Right. That's side. a good question. Okay. What's the answer and, to that? And the one thing that I've come up with, I know Roger Stone, I've talked to him about this many times. He talks about it too, is that 
the people on our side, the people that are, you know, Republicans, conservative, constitutionalist, uh, you know, God, country, Judeo-Christian values, they don't look at destroying society and giving our country and our sovereignty and our nation to a globalist multinational banking uh, conglomerate as as beneficial to them. The billionaires on the other side do. Okay, so, so let me state that back to you. The billionaires on the left, they they see their billions. Maybe maybe I'm saying this wrong. They see their billions and billions as one goal is to take over and destroy America from within. But you're saying the the billionaires on the right side aren't seeing their billions to be used to thwart that. Am I? Yeah. That would be well, yeah. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Basically, what I what I see, if you look at what I'm, to, if you really follow the money, which is what I do the most, because it, yeah. it just tells the, it tells yeah, the whole story, be it about COVID or the border or what's going on with the multinationals and the banks and the ESG or central bank digital currency. It's all the same people. It's the same websites that all come together. And, and what you have to realize is that all of those people are invested in the stakeholder capitalism that is talked about openly at the World Economic Forum. They, they're all involved with BlackRock and Vanguard. BlackRock and Vanguard are our biggest problem in America, in my yeah. opinion. And, and the reason that is, is A, they're also, not only do they own almost every industry, entertainment, food, uh, you know, uh, yeah. security, building, all of that, everything. But also they are, uh, Fink and, and all of them are involved very highly at the World Economic Forum in Davos. They are, he is on the board. He is the architect of the ESG score, which is total money laundering fraud. Which one? Who's the one that's the architect? Larry Fink. By the way, on that, on that, you had said this a couple of shows ago about the BlackRock and Vanguard. And I thought, hmm, okay. So I, I just Googled and Google's going to give it away. So I would start Alaska Airlines. Who's the top three? shareholders in the top two are, are BlackRock and Vanguard. Always. Okay. And I go to every public corporation, the top two owners with controlling interest, in other words, is yes. BlackRock and Vanguard. And I think, are you kidding? We are awake and alert and investing our money in to all of these companies who are 100% controlled right. by the deep state. Yeah. So when I say that there's a, as an oligarchy and yeah. if the American people the people yeah. that live down the street from you and I, that we see at the supermarket, that we see, you know, maybe on the other side at city council meetings, or we see, you know, uh, when we go to vote and we don't know them, they're just, if they knew that, and this started, I'm telling you, something bad happened in 2008 that was a deception with the banking collapse. It, really? was, it was not an accident. And I really do believe that was the first transfer of wealth leading so to that where we're headed. So crash of 2008, you think it was a manipulated crash? Yeah, yeah, It was yeah, intended to happen. It was intended to happen by yeah, the Yeah, to centralize yeah. money. Because don't forget, my, my Rob, he ran a bank with his brother that really was a small business bank that gave out loans to small businesses. That's what they did. But they were too small to save. Remember, there was a handful yeah, of banks yeah. that were too big to fill. They all happened to be in, attached to the central bank, the central bank of central banks. And uh, But the thing is, at that time, remember all those banks got bailed out where people like my father and his business and, and millions, hundreds of millions of people got wiped out. Yeah. Those people all got bailed out and then they all got bonuses and then nobody went to jail. Right. So nobody went to jail. And I and I believe that where we are with the central bank digital currency and the going direct and now the corp corporate tocracy, the, the public private partnership and bankers that are running D.C. and our nation and our elections and everything, they're all the, the same, the same group. 
So can, I, can I just stop on yeah. that just for a minute? It took me a long time to grasp it. And more and more, every time you come on, I get more. But every single time you use the word public-private partnership, which sounds very warm and fuzzy, that's always a evil group. Am I, yeah. am I reading that? If anytime you talk about they got this public-private partnership, that's an evil group. That's a synonym for an evil group. Okay. Yeah. I just want yeah. people to hear that. Okay. Well, yeah. And, and where you can hear it is from uh, all the people I'm talking about, but also Klaus Schwab talks about it. Gutierrez of the United Nations One World, uh, you know, they have their One World Common Agenda that they're going to yeah. be presenting next year. Uh, we have the World Health Organization talks about it. Bill Gates talks about it. What is it? The public-private partnership has nothing to do with the public we. Yeah. It has to do with the private banking and the private multinational corporations, most of them, in, in at least in America, almost con totally controlled by BlackRock and Vanguard and a couple other Fidelity, State Street, but the billionaire, trillionaire, Wall Street class. Yeah. Um, it's them getting together with who? With the people that run the government. So it would be... This is what I'm saying when I say to people, they have to understand our country's been usurped by these billionaire, trillionaire class that benefit from all this, that really want no United States. No, no, yeah. they don't want Canada, United States or Mexico, mm. but or any nation. They, 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 if you look at, just go to, if you just go to World Economic Forum, any of them, World Bank, IMF, they're all connected and putting global governance, you're going to see what they're saying. They don't think nation states, sovereignty or national governments should exist. What they believe is that, they, these chosen stakeholders, most of them born into this level of wealth to even be there, to have gone through the schools that then they go through the poison Ivy League schools, then they get the jobs and the fellowships working for these different groups or the banks. Um, what they do is they get together the bankers and the corporations and they start doing things that our government through the Constitution could never do, like uh, MasterCard and Visa, also partners of the public-private partnership, are now going to put guns and ammunition in a different category that the government is going to have access to if we don't stop that, which we will. Yeah. But um, it's things like that. It's just like the ESG. It's now they want to have the climate trace credit score and they want to have all of our our uh, 15 minute cities and digital track and trace surveillance. This is all the public private partnership usurping the government that no longer has power in America, in my opinion usurping the constitution the bill of rights our fundamental freedoms and doing it from a globalist top down so when they say public private partnership they mean private money private banking controlling the public yeah it's a takeover public private partnership is to take over you and everything yep. to take away your freedom to make you a slave but it yep. sounds so good it's a public private partnership so Warm, fuzzy sound. Every time you said that, I keep thinking, I mean, early on, I thought, well, that's right, they like know that. Yeah. <laughs> they know they, they that. A, that's not an accident why they picked that name. What no. could be wrong with a partnership between the public and the. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I just want to make sure nobody missed that. because And I, people have to understand it's not the public's not us. They mean the yeah. public are, is the money that controls us, that, that our taxpayer dollars. This is what I'm saying right now. It's a very hard time for a lot of people that have to go i'm getting a lot of emails about people that are about that have to pay their taxes right yeah. and there's a lot of talk out there that you don't that that's not true you do okay these people are not messing around there are two yeah. factions right now but the eighty-seven thousand agents is real and you do have to pay your taxes and if you don't just remember donald trump's accountant who's 80 years old for 30 years right now sits in rikers island because he didn't pay taxes on a company car 
He's okay. 80 years old and he's in Rikers now. I mean, I heard about it, but I didn't know how old the guy was. Yeah. Yeah. So your point is because, yes, there are people in the Patriot community that are saying, hey, guys, you don't have to pay your taxes anymore. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do right now. Until until and further right notice. Now. Yes. Until further notice, maybe it'll change. Yeah. Um, wow. And by the way, is that 87,000? I know that the, uh, the the House supposedly voted against that, but is that still a law because the president hasn't signed off on it or what? Well, it is a law and it is happening and they are hiring and they have pulled in somebody, of course, from Obama's regime because Obama is still running the country, yeah, at least his yeah, team is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, what, what it is, is the executive order is stands. What, what McCarthy and them can do is defund that. They can. But they're, but they're on steroids. They've been doing it already and McCarthy and them haven't put up anything to defund it. So it's already in the works. And what I'm saying to every American citizen right now that's watching this, they have weaponized the agencies. Do not give them a reason to come after you. Yeah. Because I will tell you, they just dropped something. Everyone needs to look it up. Tracy Beans did some great work on it. Kyle Serafin, uh, a whistleblower from the FBI, is coming on to talk about it. Um, the FBI just listed uh, Catholic nationals that follow the traditional Latin mass as uh, an alert for domestic extremism. And, and this really happened uh, this week. So we have to realize... Anyone that is saying you don't have to pay your taxes, that is a personal choice. And if that's the choice you're making, what I am telling you is that we have been usurped. They are by any means necessary. They need to crush dissent. I have a friend, Jake Lang, who sits uncharged for over 700 days in a gulag in Washington, D.C., who has not seen a lawyer. He is not alone. There are about 100 people there that are in this situation. Most of them witness crimes and murders by our own Capitol Police and other things that are purposely being tortured. And but yeah. and everyone says, why can't we just let them out? Because we are not in normal times. Yeah, we're and, not. And I really just want people to understand if they can come after you, they will do it. Mel, let me ask you this one question. I've heard of this through the Patriot networks but i don't know i don't remember who said it i didn't catch a name but several people have said if you understood how the irs works you know that the irs is fun is one of the major funders of the deep state is right. that is that a truism do you know oh, any yeah. facts on that oh yeah in well, other we words have, we think yeah. it's all going to handle the the cost to run the united states no no not okay. at all. First of all, it's going honestly to fund endless wars that make the billionaire trillionaire class and the banker cabal tons of money and keep us poor what keeps them rich while our family and friends go fight wars they should never have been in, which we're at the end of the day about money. And uh, and that's that's the truth. Um, what is the truth is that the Federal Reserve, which never should have been, which is the, was the first biggest betrayal of the we the people of the United States uh, at the Jekyll Island meeting in 20. I mean, in 1912, 1913, the uh, Federal Reserve making a foreign entity, which is still connected to the crown uh, and the city of London and all of that. The IRS is a subsidiary of the Federal Reserve, which is not a U.S. corporation. So the Federal Reserve pays off. Uh, the, I mean, the, the IRS pays off them before any money goes into anything that we need. And again, the other thing about the IRS, it should be abolished. And I, I'm a, a big fan of Ron Paul when it comes to Fed and the IRS go together. Yeah. They are they yeah. are two. They are together. The Fed yeah. and the IRS are two of the same things. They were created by the same people. They funnel each other. Um, and yes, that is true. 
But what we have to realize is that now these 87,000 agents not only are being trained in firearms and taking people down, but they aren't, but they lied. They're not going after the billionaire class. They are going under after patriots. They are going after domestic terrorists, according to them. They are going well, and that, that's why you're it's such a wise, your wise counsel right now is don't give them an excuse to come after you. Pay your taxes right now. If they cancel it later, if they if they if they defund the IRS one day, then you're fine. But don't withhold taxes because you think that's about to happen. That's what a lot of patriots are doing. They think it's about to happen, so they stop paying taxes. Uh, yeah, I believe that's why they hired the eighty-seven thousand agents because yeah. people are having a very hard time believing that they have to pay their taxes to for to rebuild Ukraine, which is where that's going yeah. to, and and again a banker's war, and we will find out, and also to um to fund foreign nations all over the world in their security and not our own, and bigger than that, I think the real the real sad thing here is that it's it's not going to. Uh, bettering our nation, bettering our, our infrastructure, bettering our grid, helping us with oil and gas or any of the things that make this country great, manufacturing, it's not going into any of that. And if it is, it's going into it for um, minority communities that they've decided to single out, which is really bad for them because yeah. it doesn't end well anyway. But but that money still doesn't go to the black community or the, 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 the they call it people of color. No, it goes to NGOs nonprofits and contractors connected to the global public private partnership to then give out so none of this money is coming back to the people it's getting stolen we are being looted and um Gee, man and but we have to like you said and i think people have to really take into account this very important thing we are still the government of the united states yeah. this is still a country by the people for the people and we have to remember a like you said like i said like i'm saying to everyone out there do not give this current regime that is not running by the Constitution or Bill of Rights. All you have to do is look at January 6 prisoners or what they've done to Donald Trump or what Hunter Biden's gotten away with. This is not a government running by the people for the people, nor is it honoring the Constitution, the Bill of Rights or our inalienable rights given by God. Do not give this government one reason to do anything at all. Like we have to be very vigilant, very restrained very smart doesn't mean we can't protest peacefully yeah. but you have to understand their tactic now is being exposed julie kelly's doing great work in american greatness again revolver the uh, gateway pundit january 6th was an infiltration and an operation so that we'd never stood up again against this totalitarian yeah. regime it's happened in everyone reichstag there's been many of them so don't give the government a reason to come after you or in any way, you know, if you have to defer, <laughs> defer. But, you yeah. know, I don't want people to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, this is like that's the whole Bible scripture. Jesus is saying, you know, be right. wise as serpents, gentle right. as doves. Be wise right now. State your peace and state your opinions, but pay your flipping taxes right now. You Just know, be, be smart. Use be common smart. sense. Yeah. Understand that that the goal is to usurp, to end the sovereignty of this yeah. nation by destroying us from within. Yeah. Color revolution, taking us down by letting us fight each other. You know, that is what they're doing. It is so evil on so many levels. It's like I was on with Dr. Stella yesterday. She was talking about the end of times and the book of Revelations yeah. and, and where we are because we are seeing so much satanic stuff. You know, I spent 
20, 20 years in Hollywood as a screenwriter and a, a TV writer and all that. And I'm watching one after another. They're putting up statues all over. They're doing the satanic Grammys. They're, they're doing satanic fashion. I mean, it's, this is all the end game where I feel Satan is losing or already is gone. Yeah. And, and this pathetic, desperate class of people who've given their lives to Satan are being exposed yeah. And they're they're in our faces because it's their last stand, and that's good news, as yeah. disturbing as it is to watch. Yeah. But again, just to reiterate for everyone, because we need to meet in the middle, ask your friends that you think are on the other side, who owns the airlines, who owns Disney, who owns the NBA, who owns you know uh, all of our manufacturing of our food and our and our supplies and everything. And then you, when you get there, you say. BlackRock and Vanguard. Then, you, then when you realize they own all of the entertainment industry, top two shareholders and everything, then you say, "Well, do you know that uh, Larry Fink is on the board of the World Economic Forum and the Global Public-Private Partnership Global Governance Plan to end nation states?" People say, "What?" And then the next thing is, Larry Fink is also with BlackRock, the only hedge fund that is not controlled by the CCP, supposedly, really? that, that functions freely in communist China. And you know, the whole thing about, I won't say the name of the, there was a major Christian organization. I won't say the name of it. It, it was until, it was, this is like 20 some years ago. So it was a long time ago. They probably didn't know any better at the time. I assume they didn't, but the, 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 the one that run that runs that organization or ran that, was talking, he always had an um, aspect on it about uh, finances. Once a week, he talked about finances. And he'd always say, they'd always say, where should I put my funds? And he would say, I think one of the best funds you could put it in is Vanguard. Vanguard. Is, and I thought, okay, I remember that. Vanguard. Me too. And I've always remembered I remember it. it. Me and, too. And you remember that? And so now to find out there are deep state, deep state, deep state, and a lot of people's retirements are in yeah. Vanguard. So I don't know what the solution to that is. Yeah, I mean, but and yeah, here's the crazy thing. Also, a solution to it is to demand that our government break that up. Yeah. And that is a, that is a, a force for not good. We need yeah. to decentralize. And that's where I wanted to get to before before we yeah. have to wrap it up. Okay, I, I want people to understand, most important thing to understand right now is that God gave us this country. We have a brilliant document called the Constitution. Yes. The Constitution says that this country is by the people for the people, we are the government. We are not a democracy, we are a constitutional republic because our founders knew what tyranny looked like and democracy would always end towards tyranny if the wrong people got power as they have, they did. Really, it started when they murdered JFK, but it's yeah. been one of, these guys have all been on the same team, unfortunately, we've talked about before. But where we are now is we, the people of the United States, have to start acting like the government works for us. We have a, our, we are not a democracy, but we do have a representative democracy, which means that, and again, a lot of these people look up if anyone in your, in your government, local, public, you know, federal, you know, county is a member of the Democratic Socialists of America and make sure that everyone knows that they are communists, they are funded by the worst people on the planet, and they are globalists seeking the end of our constitution. That's part of their doctrine. But more than that, Take, if you love this country, right, and you feel that you are serving God and that God's mission is to save this nation and save the world because America falls, the world falls with it. We are the last bastion of freedom and liberty and hope and justice right now for the entire free humanity 
all over the world. They're all counting on us and watching us do basically nothing as the people of the United States and continue to watch evil and, and destruction and demoralization. What we all need to do, in my opinion, we have to take back our power. The US government works for us. They are our employees. We just talked about taxes. How do they get paid? Who pays their pension? Who pays for all their think tanks and their and their and their friends and their and all of their um all of their uh workers and all of their counselors and all of their lawyers? We the people of the United States do. They are our employees and we have to start acting like it. So what I've been telling people is take two hours to five hours a week. This is a real action move that can change the game for everyone. Take two to five hours a week, make a desktop folder on your computer, we all have them, or on your phone even. Every single one of your local politicians has, now has a website. And your city council, your sheriff, your, your, your um, school board, your election commission, your um, county clerk, your treasury, your legislature, all have websites. Bookmark them. Say, I'm going to sit down for two hours on Sunday with my coffee after I get home from church or after I go to the kids' soccer game. And I'm going to look at what my, my employees, my government, my local government, county by county do it. And I'm going to look at what they're doing. And I'm going to look at where they're spending their money and what votes they have coming up and what they're proposing. And if I see anything in there that's about digital surveillance, digital track and trace, any kind of... LGBTQ or mandates or any of that, I'm going to get in touch with them. I'm going to write a letter, I'm going to write an email, and I'm going to make a call. And if, if literally, if only just say 10 million people yeah. committed to treating the government from local to state as their employees, as they are, we could change this nation, we the people. Because what do all these people need to do for the puppet masters that finance them? They need to win again. Yeah. And if they don't win again, just like in Hollywood, if you don't book another movie, nobody's going to remember you. You're never going to work again. Well, just like these politicians right now are actors and puppets. We need to make sure that they are representing us. And the only way to do that, like I keep saying to people, I don't care that you know who your county clerk is or your sheriff is or the head of your, your school board. I care that they know who you are. And we have that right, and, and we can take back this nation if we exercise that right in mass as a group. Another thing, again, locally, make sure, again, like I said, are, are anyone in your government on any level members of the Democratic Socialist America? Also, go look at all the, all the NGOs and foundations that are connected to the United Nations. You can go to the World Economic Forum, put in your state. Put in your state at weforum.org. And look at who's involved. There are a lot of people that are involved with the UN Agenda 2030 locally. This is happening through NGOs and infiltration. Hey, and can you state that website again that you just said where they should go look it up? WeForum, W-E-F-O-R-U-M. Okay. Dot org. And put in your, your city and then put in your state. And it's going to, and if you're, government is in connection with any of the smart city fourth industrial revolution because that's the world economic forum but i will tell you that many of our mayors governors local politicians election officials are involved openly involved it's not just the young global leaders that they place to run in countries like trudeau and and macron and and castro it's not just them there are local people involved go to look up what um what 
foundations, nonprofits, and NGOs does George Soros fund? You will find about a thousand. So what you really have, and this also Zuckerberg, Chan, all of them, what you have to understand is there is a very small group about, you know, 3000 people, I say, in America. And then at the top level over on the next level, probably only 50 of them make it to the globalist one, which I believe is about another 3,000. And you think, you think the 3,000 is in America? They're the, the, the leaders of, I, there's so many names for it, deep state, globalist, elite. Yeah, I uh, mean. What, what other terms do uh, would you call them by the, these, that are these 3,000? Well, what I would say is m- most of them are connected to, like I'm talking about, like the Influence Watch. They are, they are involved with NGOs, NGOs. with trusts, with, uh, with seeming philanthropies. They are involved with think tanks, so Council of Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission. Mm. Uh, they are very involved with the UN, with Davos World Economic Forum, and they are they are involved. Honestly, and so like of of these three thousand, you said there's some others on the national level, but um, I don't want to lose this. All these different organizations, if you see who's running behind the scenes, it's these same three thousand. That's another way of saying a hundred percent. A hundred percent, and not hard to find. They have yeah. they have their they have their law firms in New York and in uh, Washington D.C. and and yeah. they usually have an office in L.A. and and San Francisco. Uh, most of them are uh, are members or graduates that were groomed through the Ivy Leagues. Usually, they were only in the Ivy Leagues because of that, because they were born into this hierarchy, this this oligarch, billionaire, trillionaire class. And, and they're not hard to see. And and again, I've always said, and I still say, and I will fight to the end to get uh, Epstein Island's list uh, of who was there because yeah. a lot of them, it, it's it's a cult at that level. It really is. They believe that they are superior to us. You know, we also had Operation Paperclip. All of their kids now are involved. So you have to understand that. But we, we are 300 million free Americans. If yeah. we even had 20 million of us uh, doing something like treating the government as their employees and and doing what I said, two hours a week, five hours a week, just bookmark them on your thing. Just check every once in a while what they're up to and uh, and and stand up and say, you know, this is happening and, and get out the word in your local community and when show you, up. When you write those letters, when they write those letters and they see that they, they know that these guys are not wanting to be caught or pointed out. Right. So what, what what would someone say in a letter to them? How would they... Uh, address their um, you, their complaint. They would say this is not right. What what would they say to 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 register their complaint? Well, what I would basically do is say, "Hi, I'm a mom of four kids. I live in this district. This is my address. This is my phone number. You work for me. I I pay my taxes. This this track and trace surveillance smart city or this new technology you're putting in in every at every rec center in every at every door at this track and trace or, or biometric data what you take what you're putting in my kids schools that is remote that it you know I don't agree with this I don't think this should be funded this is my grievance please get in touch with me I'd like to discuss this further if they got a thousand letters you know they they would do that and then also. A lot of the local papers have been usurped. Find out which ones aren't and just submit an op-ed. Just submit a letter to the editor and say, you know what? I found that there's four people on our school board that are members of the Democrat Socialists of America. And from what I see from their website, that's a Marxist organization that's pushing for communism. Or you go and you say, you write a letter or you put it up at your church on the thing. Say, did you know about X? All I'm saying is do your own research. 
you would never hire an employee at a small business. You at Elijah Streams would never hire somebody and check in on them two to four years. Yeah. We and should be, be surprised at how many newspapers would uh, publish an op-ed or a letter to the editor. I did yeah. that back in the right, about 1990. I, I It wasn't on anything important, but I went into, it happened to be, um, it's either Little Rock or Hot Springs. Now I can, it's Hot Springs, Arkansas. And the, the, the airport where all these private flights were coming was leaking. Every time I came in, it was dripping from the ceiling. And I just wrote a letter to the editor. In fact, the, the guy at the counter said, would you do me a favor? Would you write to the letter, letter to the editor? And <laughs> See? I did. You know, they fired the person that was in charge of that at the airport. And they put in some. All I did was write this. And I said, this is an embarrassment. You're having all these people flying here. And you can't even keep your airport from leaking on people walking through. They fired that guy's butt. I was so happy. Right. You know, so don't underestimate the value of a well-written letter. You it's know? true. You got to inform your local community. I've even said like Thomas Paine wrote common sense, you know, and then, and then like put it on all the, like all the um, front steps of everyone in the, in the neighborhood, put it on every windshield, write, write a, a little op-ed yourself and put it on every windshield in your church parking lot or at the mall or whatever and say, do you know that this is happening in our community? Please join me at the meeting, uh, you know, on Thursday at eight o'clock at the city council or city wow. hall, you know, just, just start doing it locally. But I'm telling you, start, if we start treating the government, like they work for us, which That's they good. do, we will save this nation. And and if there are, and, and God willing, um, lots of things are coming up, I believe, but God wants us to do this. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. This, this is God's work at this point. Yeah. So, you know, that's my call to action here. And always, always, I love being here. And, uh, and I just want everyone to realize you have so much more power than you think. So God, true. God is begging us to get yeah. out there and fight and, and to tell our friends and neighbors. Yeah. And the most important thing, find common ground, ask questions that, that you can agree on. Like, should this one or two companies that you can't even decipher one's public, one's private, you can't decipher the difference between BlackRock and Vanguard. But did you know that they own every, uh, all six, um, entertainment companies? Yeah. You know, did you know that they own all 12 of the manufacturers or our food and cleaning supplies? Like go woke, go broke is my thing now. Like just yeah. make people aware that we are being usurped by a global public private yeah, partnership and, that, and bankers. That thing was so powerful. When I first did it, it was just, no one told me to Google it. I don't think, I think I just thought I'll, I'll Google this. <laughs> when I told people about that, then I've had friends that are saying, I Googled it, Steve, you're right. Once you, Type it in yourself, pick any public company yeah. and say, who is the primary shareholders of this, the top five? It will always come out BlackRock Vanguard. They own our world that we live and in. And I will yeah. tell you, just, just to end on this note, yeah. uh, guess what? Remember, Joe Biden was losing uh, the primaries. Uh, it was Bernie Sanders was in the lead, Buttigieg, whatever. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, uh, Joe Biden's in the lead and then shoots to winning. We all know he didn't win, but... Yeah. Let, let me tell you something. Larry Fink, Board of World Economic Forum, only person who can freely do business in communist China, head of BlackRock, CEO, not only talked about the public-private partnership taking over America shortly before the meeting that he had with Joe Biden, which only two weeks later, almost everyone dropped out and Joe Biden soared to the top of the ticket for the Democrats. 
So if you want to know who's running this country, I would say start at BlackRock and Vanguard and find out why our country has been usurped by a bunch of billionaires and bankers. And you know what? Also look at their stake in the in the war uh, industry, because when we find out that most of our relatives and friends and family and grandparents and uncles and aunts that died in wars all over the world died for bankers to become richer, it really can bring people together a lot faster than most. So if we start looking at who's really running the, this country, yes, well, it really can yeah. unite us more than anything yeah. else. Really good. Wow. Well, thank you so it was much. So good. No, I mean, it's like, I mean, I'd say you're in rare form every time, but today felt even more that you're in rare form. You just, you're just delivering the goods, man. And I, I appreciate it so much. We needed to hear all of this stuff. We're going to have you back many more times just so you I know. know. So, and I love so you so much. And I just want to thank your audience again. I've met so many of you. I've been in, in 22 states. I've met so many Elijah Streams people. You guys are awesome. And great please people. visit me. I, I'm now on social media. So I'm not back on Twitter, but I restarted. So Mel K Show. Uh, I just started Instagram, the Mel K Show. TheMelKShow.com. I ask everyone. It is free. Go to the resource Good. page. Everything I've talked about today, you can find the receipts and the links and everything on the melkshow.com free go to resources page there's all the information and so much more educate yourself educate your friends and family find common ground with those you think are on the other side i will tell you we the people of the united states will unite and that will that will be the best thing that could happen and very, save our country first thank good. you very very good mel thank you so much quick reminder everybody that mike thompson will be here tomorrow this was a great thing to be sure you have your friends uh maybe even a few of your enemies so you got to listen to this <laughs> it's just, it'll change and, I. Yeah. and uh, God bless you all. Thank you. God bless you, Mel. And we will see you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.